0: Good morning. How often are we supposed to do all the things that we're supposed to do in daily life? There are things about cleaning and washing and hygiene and maintaining things in our life, the personal items we use, the household things, our automobiles, everything. And sometimes we think we know, and sometimes we're probably right. But there's a lot of things out there that the experts tell us we're supposed to be doing, we have no clue about. And They may not be hard and fast rules, but they're good suggestions to know about. And so we're going to talk about that today. So put on the brakes, grab a cup of coffee and join the conversation because it's time for Coffee Breaks with Steve. listen um i'll tell you a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today i want to tell you about the topic and i want to share a little bit about how we got into this but a while back i saw an article that was talking about our misconceptions about doing laundry different articles of clothing bedding linens towels etc how frequently how often we should actually wash those and it i it was some of it was actually a revelation to me. And I thought that could be interesting to talk about. Well, in typical style, as I started looking into it, I became aware that there were a lot of other things that we don't know how often we're supposed to be doing. And the list is endless. I mean, you could go on forever. And I almost did. And I had to stop myself as I was researching and putting together this little presentation that we're gonna talk about in a a minute. What you're gonna see here is a somewhat cut down um, abbreviated version of the same presentation, still shares what I think is some useful information. And I'll mention again a couple of times that we're that you can go to the YouTube channel. The other thing I'm asking is that if you do go to that YouTube channel and you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the channel. Please like the videos that you're watching. i have got a number of our past episodes of Coffee Breaks with Steve that are on there. And as you subscribe to those, to my channel, and you like those videos, it increases the visibility. It means that those videos are gonna go a little more to the forefront in searches. And that means more people are gonna see them, more people have the opportunity to subscribe. And the reason for that is that we have so many great topics, and and I think even more so, we have so many great guests who are agreeing to come on Coffee Breaks with Steve. I wanna make sure that they get the appropriate audience for what they want to join us and talk about. The more subscribers we have, the more people have an opportunity to see some of the great guests and participate in some of the topics. So I ask you to please do that after the show. But in the meantime, let's talk about some of these things that we don't know how often we should. And and again, sometimes we do. And sometimes we're already like, yeah, I've known that all along the other thing is these are guidelines. This isn't, this isn't like, if you don't do it this way, you're in trouble. And in fact, I'm going to um, put up this disclaimer to begin with. I'm not an expert. I'm not a professional. I'm a consumer. I'm a person who is interested in knowing how to take care of myself and take care of my things, my stuff. And so that's what this is about. I'm not telling you that this is what you should do. And I'm not speaking to you from a, perspective of expertise, sharing information that, that I found online that's researchable online and where I have specific sources to share, I'm sharing those sources as well. So just to give you that uh, up front and make sure you know that. So the first one is how often f- should we um, be taking care of aspects of our personal hygiene? And there are a variety of things that go with that. But one of them is showering and shampooing our hair, cleaning our hair. A lot of us like to take those marathon showers. I know I get in a nice hot shower and I want to stay in there forever. And and I remember growing up, and this can be relevant for some people. I was kind of told, you know, when I was in those, especially when I was in those teenage hormonal changing, sweating a lot <laughs> aspects of my life, it's like shower every day, please. Shower every morning before you go to school or later on before you go to work. And if you've been doing stuff that's that's getting you grimy and dirty or sweaty, shower afterwards, or if you've gone to the gym or something, that's still relevant. It's not to say that you shouldn't shower with that frequency. but And, and that's what this talks about. This information that I got says it's not one size fits all. but it, it And daily showers might be all right for people, and they may actually be more healthy for some people, but that's not necessary in every single case. And some of the things that the experts will say is that You may only need to shower and shampoo your hair maybe two or three times a week. And, you know, you don't have to get in every single morning. In fact, for some people, showering too frequently can actually cause skin to dry out. It can actually wash away some of the good bacteria that forms on our skin that helps prevent disease. So if you have doubts about it, if you're curious or if you think, you know what, I'm going to continue to do it, I'm doing that's fine. But if you have doubts, you can always talk to your own medical professional and find out what is best for you. So again, I'm not, uh, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm sharing some things that you might wanna consider. Dental care, this is another one. Um, and I think most of us grew up knowing most of this, but the American Dental Association, which was the source of the information I'm putting on here, said, recommends brushing the teeth for at least two minutes twice a day and we have different kinds of toothbrushes that we use right some of us use electric toothbrushes some use just the manual toothbrush we're not talking about what kind of toothbrush you should use here but they say for at least two minutes twice a day and this part was a little bit interesting to me once before breakfast and once before bed now when i was being raised one of the things that you often heard was brush after every meal and before bedtime and this instead of after every meal they're saying at least and again guidelines and and minimum recommendations from the ADA, before breakfast. They're not saying do it right after breakfast, before breakfast. And what I have heard the reason for that is, is that you you get residue that builds up in your mouth, your mouth dries out overnight, that brushing first thing in the morning before you eat breakfast, before you start drinking coffee, removing some of that plaque and residue from your teeth prevents food and and beverages from kind of taking hold and and adding to the, the problems. So they say do it first thing in the morning and last thing before you go to bed. Flossing at least once a day and then of course your regular dental checkups. And again, I'm curious, does this fit with any of this that we're talking about so far fit with your habits, fit with what you've been suggested to do by others and, and how you go about what works for you? What works for you? These are, this is one aspect of recommendations. This was the part that's that prompted all of this. How often should you do laundry? And I pulled this directly off of Good Housekeeping site. And you'll see their name down at the bottom of this. This was just an actual slide from their website that talks about how often you need to wash everything. And you'll see things on here. There's after every wear, there's a category every day, every three wears, every week, every month, every three months, every six months. And one of the things I don't see on here specifically, unless I'm just looking past it, is like underwear like you know my my jockey shorts that type of thing and i think that kind of falls into the same and the same thing with socks i think those fall into the category of everywhere at least that's how i continue to do it right i mean i i'm not gonna continue to wear my my underclothing multiple times now there's a difference here you'll see that that there is an every three wears is inclusive of things like for women bras and slips And are saying you don't necessarily need to wash those after every single wear. And I can understand that. I'm not a woman. I don't wear a bra or a slip typically, but um, I can understand that. So the ones that kind of got to me were things like the dish towels every day, hand towels, washcloths. But you think about the fact that as you're using those, they can collect bacteria. So I understand it's not you don't want to let those just settle. But looking at the things on here. Um, Are there any things that either you go, yeah, I'm on track with all of that, or that you, that surprises you about the recommendations from Good Housekeeping about frequency, how often you should wash things. Cleaning and replacing certain personal items. This was another one I think we sometimes miss. And the first one was how often should we clean the toothbrush? And the recommendations that I saw online said you should clean it weekly. You should clean your toothbrush every week. We think about the fact we're using the toothbrush to clean our teeth, the inside of our mouth. But what's gathering on that toothbrush in between that we're then putting in our mouth, right? Gross, but true. So it talks about different ways here that you can go about cleaning it that are recommended. Soaking your toothbrush in an antibacterial mouthwash like Scope or you know, Listerine or something, and then rinse it thoroughly before you use it again. So you just keep it in a cup, replace that, that mouthwash, and that's one way to do it. Everyday cleaning, you can store your toothbrush in a small cup of hydrogen peroxide, and then and then at, when you brush your teeth, switch that out. Hydrogen peroxide, when it sits for a period of time, is my understanding, again, I'm not an expert, but it's my understanding that after a number of hours, hydrogen peroxide is just sitting in an open container, actually turns into like saline. So it's, but I would still probably rinse my toothbrush after I was soaking it. Then talks about, you can boil it. You can can use the dishwasher. You can actually purchase ultraviolet lights that are specifically designed to sanitize toothbrushes. So it depends on what extent you want to, how you use your toothbrush and then replacing the toothbrush. They say that you should replace, this was another one. I mean, I think most of us look and we go, yeah, the, the bristles are getting all frayed. It's time to replace it. But they say, you should think about replacing it every three to four months. I've seen other places, resources that say every six months. Um, I always keep, we always keep extra toothbrushes on hand so that when it's time, we can swap them out and get rid of the old one. Uh, You know, with electric toothbrushes, typically you, you can replace the head, the actual brush part and, and get replacement brushes to go on the, the handle, the electric handle. So is that, something that you have adhered to how long do you normally keep your toothbrush do you even know you know how, how do we keep track of that are we are we putting something on our calendar that says replace toothbrush that's true with some of this stuff is go like, okay if it says to do it every x number of months do i know what that looks like cleaning the hairbrush sometimes we pull all the excess hair out of the hairbrush but there are actually guidelines for for cleaning it and using a cleaning solution because again when you're brushing your hair it's picking up stuff that's in your hair and on your scalp and and it's probably not a bad idea to wash clean the hair brushes and they say every two weeks every couple of weeks once again what do you do how do you manage your my hair is so relatively short i do use a brush to kind of get it you know to not just stick straight up or fall in my face when it's long enough i oftentimes just finger comb my hair But how do you and and I would imagine some of this refer that's referring to brushes could be used for hair combs as well. And then replacing the hairbrush, they say you should replace your hairbrush about every six months. But the other part of that guideline was, you know, look at the the bristles or the teeth, depending on what kind of hairbrush it is, depending on how you use it, how frequently you use it. Is it showing signs of wear? Is it going to, you know, if it's missing teeth or the bristles are starting to get worn down or they're breaking off, that type of thing, yeah, probably time to replace the hairbrush. This one, ladies, primarily, men, you may use makeup too. But cleaning the makeup brush, they say you should clean the brushes that you use to apply makeup every 10 days to two weeks. And and how should you go about doing that? They talk about, again, things that you can do uh, to rinse them out and then dry them, and sort of air dry. And and again, you're, you're, you're applying to your face. You're getting around parts of your body that more easily communicate and transfer germs and bacteria and stuff. So they're just talking about things that you can do. And it also increases the life of your makeup brushes. And then they talk about replacing, if you're washing them regularly, they, they say they should last for one to three years. So that's one of those items that you can hang on to for a while. Makeup sponge, cleaning the makeup sponge. They say you should clean your makeup sponges after every use. And if you think about that, that makes sense because you're, again, you're applying something and with the sponges, they're absorbing a lot. The makeup itself, as well as other factors that may be on your skin, even if you're washing your face thoroughly before you apply the makeup, what are you collecting in there and what could grow inside that sponge. So they talk about washing it after every use and then air drying the sponge, which is going to keep you healthier and probably maintain the life of that sponge a little bit longer. And then they say that you should replace makeup sponges about every one to three months, again, depending on your use, depending on the wear of the sponge and its condition, and, and how frequently and effectively you're cleaning it to help make it last. Again, looking for your feedback, and I want to see your input on here as well about that. And I see some of you already doing that. So thank you. How about cleaning house? Oh man, housework, doing the, doing the cleaning. We, we do keep up with cleaning our house, but I will tell you, we have guest areas that aren't used as frequently. They don't get touched as, quite as often as some of the other parts of the house. And here they talk about the kitchen and you know what you should be doing, um, deep cleaning every, every week or two. All of this is going to depend on use, right? Depends on what you're doing in the kitchen, how much cooking you're doing, how many dishes you're using, how you go about preparing food. And so they're talking about things about dishes and countertops every day. Don't let them pile up in the sink. All of this is for sanitation as well as just being able to keep up with it. When we let things go too long the task of getting it done becomes a bigger job. We're just kind of cleaning up things as we go, which is what I try to do. It just, it, it's not, a, you're not looking at it and going gross. I got to take care of that. But things like wiping down the refrigerator from top to bottom, looking at expiration dates on the food, etc. I will be honest and say, I don't do that as frequently as I should. We just don't in our house. I mean, we do from time to time. I, I would not say that, um, that, uh, you know, this is, I think that, I don't remember what they're saying is here. They're talking about how to do it, but I think they're talking about, about doing that every couple of weeks as well, the deep clean. And um, I, we maybe go through our refrigerator more on, I mean, we'll look for things that are obviously getting old and need to be taken care of, either eaten right away or disposed of in some fashion. But I don't think we do it once every, you know, couple of weeks, maybe once every every month that we'll go through and really do the deep cleaning microwave coffee maker you can also this is referring specifically to the pod makers like keurigs you can also find information online about cleaning out the inside of your brewer your your brew coffee maker and how to do that and then mopping once a week cleaning up spills immediately which makes sense yeah you don't want to let spills sit on the floor or the counters or any surface for any length of time bathrooms I'm the primary bathroom cleaner in our home, have been for years. I don't mind doing it, and I like to do a very thorough job. And so they say sinks and counters should be cleaned once a week. When ours are being used regularly, we do. Uh, Toilets, yes. Um, Try to clean frequently used toilets at least once a week. One of the things they talk about is not just the use of the toilet, but just the water sitting in there can create those hard water rings. And the more frequently you clean the inside of the toilet with a brush and some cleanser, the less likely it is that you're going to get those buildups of those um, hard water calcifications that make it harder to clean those out. And then it talks about the bath mats and the tubs and the showers. And um, they talk about cleaning those once every week or two and then the floors. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good to keep up with those living room, family room. And they talk about those rooms where you regularly gather and you should clean those once a week, dusting, vacuuming, sweeping and mopping hard surfaces. You can use vacuum attachments to get some of the surface stuff off of your chairs, your couches and your chairs. And then there are certain materials on those chairs that have their own cleansers that you can use, leather. uh, You can can use a damp cloth to wipe down vinyl. There are actually cleansers that you can use for some of the cloth materials. We want to research each one of those, right? And then they talk about steam cleaning carpets and rugs a couple of times a year. How often should you address home maintenance? Home maintenance. I have to start by saying I'm not a tool guy. I'm not one of those people who likes to be to do the do-it-yourself stuff. Um, I can do much of what is mentioned here. There are other things that I would need assistance with, and that may be you too. Both, you know, there could be a variety of reasons. It may not be. There may be things that you feel you need more expertise with. There may be that you are because of your age, because of physical Capabilities that you may say, I need somebody else to come in and either assist or do that for me, a professional. Maybe sometimes it's just even a neighbor, a relative, a friend who can come who has more expertise or, or is physically more able to do things or at least assist you with doing things. And that's always wise to consider. For me, it's wise to consider because I don't want to screw things up. Um, I know that I'm not as good. And I could miss something with some of this, but some of it is just straightforward and basic. Like they talk about every month, clean the furnace filter to remove the, the dust. And, and that, that helps both with the efficiency, but it can also be a safety thing. You know, you know for allergies and other things, you don't wanna be blowing all that guck through your house if it starts to build up in the in the filters or in the vents check the water softener if you've got a a water softener a water filter that uses salt pellets talk about doing that cleaning faucet aerator shower heads to keep the mineral deposits down Um, i do the sink drains the tub and sink drains for debris as i'm cleaning the bathroom so that's just part of my norm there and then testing smoke alarms Testing all the alarms in your house and and anything, you know that's for safety, the fire extinguishers, carbon monoxide, smoke alarms, ground fault circuit interrupters, push those buttons, reset them, make sure that they're still working. And then also monthly, inspect electrical cords for wear, sometimes by getting kinked up or something gets on top of electrical cords and they start to get frayed or they start to get kinked and, and that can actually create overheating, that can be a safety issue as well. Um, vacuum heat registers and heat vents, check that indoor and outdoor air vents are not blocked. health and safety with all of this. They talk about flushing the water heater, um, cleaning garbage disposal. Again, any of this come to you and you're going, oh man, I don't I haven't been doing that. I need to start doing that or I think i'm I think I'm keeping it up up with it sufficiently. How often? And by the way, with all of these, there's additional, for instance, with the home maintenance on the longer version that it's going to be on YouTube, you will find out not only what you should be doing monthly, but what you, what they recommend doing seasonally um, for each of the seasons to prepare for the coming season, for, for that season and the coming season. So you'll want to take a look at that. And then the other categories that we've already talked about, house cleaning and, and uh, taking care of your personal items, there's more information on the version on YouTube for that as well. How often should you have automobile service? Automobiles are another one of those things. They're a necessity in life for many of us, for most of us, probably. And seeing a warning light or having something not start to sound right or work right on my car is one of the biggest stressors because I don't want the car to break down somewhere. And repairs, once it gets to a broken point, can be expensive. Sometimes it's it's not cheap just in terms of even the maintenance, but maintaining is better than having to repair or replace, isn't it? So they talk about some things here, and this is from Kelly Blue Book, uh, a very non-biased source that is that is useful for a lot of things, including knowing what cars are valued at, what you should be paying, et cetera. But they also give advice about maintenance of your vehicles. And they talk about monthly checkups. Uh, yeah, or Burst Shalens mentioning something here that happened to us a few years ago where driving I was driving what was then our minivan to go pick up our grandsons at their school for a long weekend and the car started acting up the vehicle started acting up on the way and engine light came on and it was kind of lugging and stalling and I did not want to drive it back home I got as far as their school and we called AAA to tow it back to the dealership to be looked at and While it was at the dealership, Carol picked us up in our other car, took us home, and about an hour after we dropped it off, the dealership called to let us know that while it was sitting in their service lot, waiting for them to take a look at it, it burst into flames and totally destroyed the vehicle. So, yeah, vehicle maintenance. They talk about monthly checkup, checking lights. Uh, making sure everything's working. It's supposed to, That's easy to do because you can turn those on, get out of the car and look. I have somebody else look as you check the different the headlights, the fog lights, brake lights, turn signals, et cetera. Oil and coolant levels, tire pressure and tread depth, all good for safe travel and also just for, I think, peace of mind. And then they talk about here one year checkup, what you should do annually and talking about air filters, brakes, inspecting shocks and struts, coolant, antifreeze, that obviously ties into changes in the seasons. And then long term, we keep our cars longer than many people used to. Many cars now run for well over 100,000 miles, sometimes well over 200,000 miles. So over the long term, things that we need to do are mentioned here. And by the way, you'll see that most of this is referring specifically to gasoline or diesel powered vehicles. There's nothing on here that I'm sharing right now that I'm aware of that relates specifically to electric cars or maybe even hybrid I know that those have different needs they they run differently they require different maintenance and and not trying to deal with all of that just giving you some basics but talking about changing tires looking for the wear and tear on a regular basis helps you know when to change those you may also as I do I'm very fortunate I have a a good mechanic Mm -hmm. who I trust and so And your owner's manuals for your cars will give you good guidelines as well. And you can, you know, that's in the book form, but you can typically now find that information online as well. So you can look things up and look up information that is good for you to know about maintaining your vehicle. Well, listen, that's that's what I wanted to share in this presentation. And I will once again mention the fact that I'm not presenting this from the perspective of being a professional or an expert, on any of these things. I'm a consumer, Um, I I may not be an expert, I think I do a pretty good job of house cleaning and teeth brushing and showering and that type of thing. But um, we all have things that we can learn and this is presented just for that purpose. We learn things as we go, we encounter things and sometimes we go, wow, and sometimes we just go, huh? And sometimes we shrug it off and all of that is perfectly fine depending on your situation. Yeah. And again, I would encourage you to go to the YouTube channel uh, after watching all of this, just to take a look at that. And the other thing about the longer video on on YouTube, a lot of information there. You can skip past certain things, you know, fast forward past certain things if it's not relevant or if it's part of what we already shared here. You may want to rewatch some of the things. All of the stuff that we shared here is in that video. Plus. And uh, the other thing is you can freeze frame on certain things. Pause the video if you want to take a closer look at something that maybe I move past a little bit quickly on there. If you know of topics or you think of topics or you have ideas about topics, and some of you are doing this regularly or at least as something comes to mind that you can suggest to me, please do that. You can do that on, on the Coffee Breaks page you can definitely reach out to me by email at cbwsteve at comcast.net and share with me any ideas that you have, whether it's a topic, a guest, or a combination of the two. And particularly if there is somebody you know and can make an introduction to who might be a a good guest, a good person for us to talk to, let me know about that. I want to know. Once again, a reminder, you can find Coffee Breaks with Steve on um, Podcast sites as well as on our Facebook and YouTube channels. We do, we go live on Facebook and YouTube. So people tuning in and watching this right now can be on either of those channels. On both of those places, both Facebook and YouTube, once the live is over, it's kept there, it's recorded, and you can go back and watch it um, or direct people to it, connect people to those locations. But within a day or two of these broadcasts, You can also find Coffee Breaks with Steve episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. On Apple and Google, it's audio only on Spotify. You can see the full video version as well as listen to the audio. It's another great place to uh, tell people about and send them to if they want to find out more about Coffee Breaks with Steve. And then finally, once again, as I mentioned earlier, we've got the YouTube channel you can find that by going to youtube and it's it's coffee breaks with steve in the search should work or or at cbws may work for you if you have trouble finding our channel let me know when you get there subscribe check out some of the stuff we've got there some of the content that we have in particularly look for the video that has this full presentation from today Uh, that will be out there. It doesn't have all of the special day stuff and it doesn't have the, the post information that I'm sharing now. It's just the presentation about how often we should do certain things. So please take the time to go out there and check that out. In the meantime, I just want to once again, thank you for being a part of the conversation every single week. Many of you are here like clockwork. Many of you also come in here when you can to watch. I appreciate all of you. And I uh, would just remind you as you go about your week, whether it is your summer's giving day today or anything else you may be doing in the following week, to find a way to make a difference in your world this week. God bless you. Have a great week. I'll see you next time.